Guys, it's time to answer the burning question on everyone's minds. Would you get slapped by Gong Yu? You mean for money, right? Sure, but also for the slapping experience. Um, yes, please. Staying indoors has totally altered my idea of weeknight fun, guys. And now I just like to get beat up, you know, to feel alive. I could use 83 extra dollars, but my wife might have some questions when she sees me looking like a derpy tomato. Mm, well, whether you're a Gong Yu slap stand or you just need to pay off some debts like Sam here, today's product will solve all of your wants and financial needs if you're willing to pay the price. Welcome to Ad Tempted Season 2, where we make ads for things that don't really need them. I'm John, and I write things. I'm Chris, and I watch with subs. I'm Sam, and I play video games. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back, guys. You know, we had a little, you know, little sabbatical, little break, but uh, we're here now. We're together again, and it's great to see your faces, even though it's through Zoom. It's it's not Zoom. It's digitally, though, but getting, I'm, I'm done with Zoom. It's been a, a year of Zoom. Yep, and now we're vaxxed, waxed, and ready to record. So let's get going. Our game plan today is to share our ideas, choose one we like, and then execute a campaign. As always, we will share the final execution on our Instagram and website. So to be sure to check those out. What's our product today, Sam? Well, today we're going to be doing The Squid Games, mm. a series of six consecutive childhood games that are designed to weed out the weak with deadly results. Designed for people in extreme debt, the last one standing gets a grand prize of tens of millions of dollars. Since the Squid Games were so popular, we thought we'd bring it to the U.S. That's why we're targeting Americans on opposite sides of the financial spectrum, the ultra-rich and the ultra-poor. And no one in between. <laughs> Alrighty, so I've got three here. Uh, my first one. When a millionaire becomes a billionaire, things tend to get a little, well, mundane. Making money just loses meaning when you've basically got more cash than God. But with Squid Game, it's time for the bored billionaire to feel the thrill of being challenged once again. No more gambling away a negligible percentage of their wealth. This is the most dangerous game for the business person who wants to feel the rush of risking it all again. This is saving the bored billionaire. Nice. My second one. Looking for love in all the expected places is bound to deliver, you know, ho-hum results. And sure, you could use a fancy dating service such as Timeless, which, if you want to check it out, is in our Time Turner episode from Season 1. But you're likely to only find people within your social circle and your own status. Enter Squid Game, the most ruthlessly efficient dating program in the world. With over 400 contestants to choose from, your odds of finding number one are better than ever. And if an interaction gets awkward, don't worry, because they're likely to die anyway. And best of all, the life or death stakes means contestants are showing their true selves to better help you find your true love. As Lady Gaga once said, let's play the love game, play the love game. This is The Bachelor slash Bachelorette 2.0. And third, but certainly not least, you know... When, if you've hit hard times, you've probably bought like a lottery ticket in your life. But that piece of paper isn't your ticket to brighter days, even if you do win. And that's because lotteries come with tons of red tape, insane odds to win, and tons of taxes, even if you do get unrealistically lucky. 
Basically, lotteries are a scam designed to rip you off and continue the wheel of inequality. But fortunately for you, there's a fairer way to gamble your way to success. Unlike national and local lotteries, Squid Game's odds are infinitely more in your favor. And you'll have greater control of your chances because you're the one who decides how you compete. And best of all, it doesn't cost a single dime or one to enter. This is the lottery that won't screw you over. Nice. They're, they're all very interesting. Um, the Bachelorette one, or the Bachelor, Bachelorette one, I, I don't see it ending very well since there's only one winner. But <laughs> But... At least you'll have a lot of fun in the process. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm thinking of it as like you would fulfill the role of the older gentleman, you know, player number 001, who like is only in it to feel young again. And then you'll come uh... out of it, you know, theoretically with your your number one. But, you know, who knows? Maybe you are you are just doing it to get the experience of getting back out there, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a nice thrill. Yeah, these are a lot of fun. Yeah. Speaking of thrills, Sam, why don't you walk us through what you got? So I have four ideas. The first one is it's life or debt or freedom guaranteed. Let's face it. The land of the free isn't quite free anymore. We're all indebted to something or someone in some way. Maybe it's literal debt. Maybe it's the limitations of your income or fear. Whatever the case, the Squid Games guarantees that you'll be finally free from all of them. Enter the Squid Games and you'll either come out rich as fuck and free to do whatever you want or die trying. And you'll be free from all that stuff anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. And the next one is where the losers win. Losers lose and that sucks. They never seem to get the chance to win. So when they do, why not win big? Fight your way to become the biggest loser winner the world has ever seen. (laughs) Prove to them that even losers can win. (laughs) I love the idea of someone coming out of the squid game and being like, hey, I won the squid game. And the person's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, The next one is Battle Royale Royalty. Step aside, Fortnite. So long, PUBG. Make room for the new king in the Battle Royale Royalty, the squid games. No respawns, no hacks, just pure competition and skill. So jump in, kill the competition, and show them who is the true champion of Battle Royale. I love the idea of this potentially becoming as like as big as esports. <laughs> you know, it's the it's the real esports. <laughs> it's the real Hunger Games. <laughs> it's the IRL sports. Mm. And then my last one is bridge the gap or rags to riches, whichever one. The gap between the rich and the poor is ever growing, putting high society further out of reach for most of the world. Well, no more. In the Squid Games, you'll fight your way through the various games to prove your worth. And if you win, you get a cast prize guaranteed to shoot you to the top 1%. That one wasn't quite as finished, but... It's okay. We can help bridge the gap on that idea. <laughs> there you go. I like life or debt. <laughs> Even though it's a pun, it is like... I mean, that's like so... That's what it is. That's a great line. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. It really encapsulates what the Squid Games are. You ready to go, John? Yeah, I brought in two this week. Um, let's start with the first. Play to pay. Let's face it, we're all in debt up to our eyeballs. Between the bookies, student loans, and just trying to pay off the Theragun you just bought, let's face it, you're never going to be able to own a house. But if you could pay it all off by winning a game of rock, paper, scissors, or die by getting shot in the head, would you? Most would. Just remember, there are no two out of threes. All right. And then I have a win back your life. 
Milk is $4. Your partner just left you because you wanted to become a copywriter. Your dog doesn't even respect you. Why? Because you cannot even afford his royal canine without declaring Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Change it. Take control of your life. Be a winner or die losing. <laughs> Are these targeted at us? <laughs> this might have been a little personal. I feel really <laughs> seen. <laughs> There is something very interesting in this last idea about equating like respect with uh, with winning the squid game, which isn't something that I think a lot of us had with our other ideas. That's a cool insight. Is it respect for the winning the squid games or respect for having money? That's my question. I guess like it's respect in a very materialistic society. <laughs> I guess I would say you can buy respect. <laughs> You really can now. Yeah, seriously. Money can buy anything. Buy, buy your self-respect back. Oh, God. Alrighty, we've got a lot of great stuff here. Uh, I mean, yeah, as John called out, it's life or debt is a great line. I also think there's something to battle royale royalty. I really think Battle Royale royalty really gets into that Gen Z feel, which yeah. is what everyone wants to target. Um, and they're the next ones coming up to debt. Like they're going to have to buy stuff eventually once they get old enough. So I think it's prepping for the future. So do you think that the way we would pursue that one would be positioning the Squid Game as like one, like a really cool Battle Royale game that you can play and two, this thing that is designed to help you overcome the struggles of being a Gen Zer or younger. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it needs to call that out specifically. Because if you look at esports, like esports, they play games to be for one bragging rights, mm-hmm. and you're going to get the ultimate bragging rights for winning Squid Games because all your friends died, so they can't say anything. <laughs> and two. <laughs> you're going to get so much money. You can do whatever the hell you want. You can be shroud and just buy mansions all across LA. Mm -hmm. Cause that's, you're going to have to live in LA after that. Anyways, that's where all the rich people live. (laughs) That's where there's a mandate. You have to live there after (laughs) you make a certain amount of money. Yeah. Uh, I want to make a case for saving the board billionaire. I know that we're targeting people on the extremes of the financial spectrum. And I think that there is a very unique sort of, human truth to after you've like been so successful in like this one, you know, very specific measure of success, which is making money. And that's the thing that motivates you to, you know, go to work and do your thing. Um, It's hard finding like the thrill of it. I have a friend whose landlord is likely probably a billionaire and he apparently like goes to home depot on the weekends and he tries to see if he can like haggle with the cashier to see if he can get like slightly like worn down inventory for like less because it's a thrill for him um so i think mm, that sounds like something. a douchebag <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i you might be a douchebag i don't know i haven't met him but i do think that there's something interesting to the idea of giving you back this challenge in your life that has motivated you for so long and now you don't have it but now you can it's a good game if we were to do this one to be targeting the billionaires obviously right that's pretty pretty clear yeah. but i like mm-hmm. that um and maybe we could do both one for one for the billionaires and one for the super poor people 
But the funny thing with this that I think we could do if we were to move in this direction is it could be like a super, super high end like marketing, like, campaign, oh, yeah. right. So like, it'd be like very exclusive, like you're kind of like um, calling it back again, I guess, like kind of like in Timeless, how that was like an exclusive dating service. This would be like an exclusive <laughs> service for billionaires, you know, right. <laughs> I could see marketing like be along the lines of like, why shoot yourself into space when you could just struggle to survive amongst a bunch of poor people or something like that like it can be very snobby like copy yeah i mean i think that i think that that sort of most dangerous game angle is definitely a part of this idea but i think the other thing that john is tapping into with this is that that thrill is universal in a way and maybe you know you're in the squid game for a different reason which might be just trying to feel the rush of a challenge again versus trying to get out of being in massive debt. But I think that there is something to that like addicting thrill that may or may not be, you know, a mental health disorder at the end of the day. (laughs) But there's something to it. Sam, can you tell me a bit more about where the losers win? I mean, the insight is the fact that most of the people who are in squid games are generally losers outside of it. Like people Mm -hmm. who are in debt because they gamble or they spent their money on things that they shouldn't have. And they just, they're, they're failures in their normal life. So this is kind of giving them a way to finally be successful. Yeah. I think there is a, a potential direction in, portraying this thing as not strictly like you getting money, but you being able to, I guess, overcome whatever like hardships that you've had in your life. And I think part of it is because a lot of those hardships, like we saw in that one episode where the like glass specialist was able to sort of like get an edge in one of the games. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there could potentially be a direction where we emphasize those hardships and adversity that you have endured throughout your life. And we say, this is the opportunity where you take those things and make yourself a success because you haven't been given that chance otherwise. Yeah. And I, I will say that this, the, where the losers win feels a lot like win back your life that John had. So it's sort of, sort of same idea, just worded a little bit differently. So that could be a combination of those two. I'm thinking of a line for this right now, too, because this was the one of yours that stood out to me, actually, Um, because I just think it's funny. It's like, be the loser you've always wanted to be. There you go. Squid (laughs) Games. Boom. All I'll say is that I feel like if choosing an idea that takes a different spin on the game is probably going to work in our favor. I think sometimes we uh, focus too much on the spin, whereas like, we're just trying to advertise like the squid game. You know what I mean? We're advertising the game, right? That's my thoughts. We are advertising the game, but I think that our our goal should always be to do something in an unexpected way. I don't know. I I guess personally, I think that people would be more intrigued to hear an unexpected twist on how to advertise this product rather than like a more straightforward approach to 
selling the thing as the thing is portrayed in the original medium, if that makes sense. Advertising in general right now is you have to shock people. Like you have to do something that like gets them to actually stop and look. Otherwise they just scroll past it or ignore it. And that's even more so now because we're freaking harassed by ads all the time. We can present the squid games the way they normally are, like as the squid games, but we would really have to focus on how we do it so that it's funny or interesting enough to get people excited about it and not just, oh, this is just the squid games. I know what this is. Like we get people to think about it in a different way. That's one of the reasons, Sam, that I am really liking that battle royale royalty, because I feel like that is a rapper that is familiar to a lot of people, especially those that we would be talking to. But I think that there are video game-esque executions and elements that we could bake into it to make it feel fresh and I guess more approachable. Technically, it targets both ends because you could still talk about the rich people watching it because we could have a Twitch stream of it and really kind of play that up too. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of like, hey, support our Patreon for a low cost of $80,000. <laughs> uh i'm kind of into that idea i gotta say making it more of a like live stream event that we could potentially message to both extremes of our audience the super rich and the poor what if we do since this is the first episode of season two we're not always going to do this because it's a lot of work Mm -hmm. and have one campaign or have the same campaign but have two different directions it goes one towards the gen zers who are going to be playing the game and then also battle royale royalty towards the board billionaire and kind of interweave that in and have two different angles to the to the result i like that i think we could also potentially wrap it all under one big idea or one tagline concept and just change up the messaging and execution to our two audiences i don't know if we could wrap it up in one big idea but we could definitely take a stab at both of those If we do the battle royale royalty, it's kind of, it is, it's not too big of a twist, but it's a different way of looking at things. I think it's, it's a good balance for everything. And I think incorporating that audience element is smart too. Uh, Cool. I am excited about this direction. It sounds like we can come up with a multi-pronged campaign. And I love the idea of, I love the, I love the creative rapper that this brings. Well, let's get into Battle Royale royalty. I don't know why, but that's such a tongue twister in my mind. Something that I think is important for us to figure out specifically with this idea is in the same way that games have genres, I feel like ours has to have, you know, like a personality to itself. Are we envisioning this as being over the top, like colorful and cartoony like something like Fortnite? Are we thinking of it being maybe a little bit closer to PUBG? Or maybe there's something entirely off the beaten path that we could pursue. Is this a horror game (laughs) that we're proposing to people? I think it would be, if it was a genre, it would either be an action thriller or like an action horror. Either, I feel like either horror or something that is like, like eye-searingly, you know, colorful and over the top. I, I don't know. I really like the the Squid Games because the the bright and colorful like innocence of yeah. the the kids stuff really like is a good juxtaposition. And it like I think we should stick with that because it's like you're having fun. Like this is a fun game, even though you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have fun doing it, hopefully. 
Yeah, I think that's right. There is something approachable about this cutesy angle that I think we should lean into. And I think it also makes perfect sense for this sort of wrapper that we're pursuing with a, a video game feel. So I think the visuals would be colorful and bright and playful and childlike, but then the copy would just be dark and humorous. <laughs> yeah, it's it sounds like we're almost marrying like Call of Duty language with a game like Flower or something that's really light and happy, you know? I like that. I mean, that's kind of a cool juxtaposition. So I like that. Let's let's think more about the power fantasy, because that really, at the end of the day, is what sells a game to people. Well, the power fantasy is winning and like getting out of debt, right? That's why you want to play this game. The games are also very easy. So I was just thinking kind of like, you know, when you're watching like a football game, someone makes a mistake, you're like, oh, I could do that. I kind of like hear that voice too, almost. Ooh, I, I that's resonating with me. Yeah, there is very much a simple to learn, difficult to master element to a lot of these games. And I think that invoking that mentality of, oh, yeah, I could definitely own these rookies at this game. Yeah, you kind of have this like overinflated confidence because they are easy to learn. But as you said, Chris, hard to master. I almost wonder if the tagline is something super informal and direct to people that is something like, Oh, you could do that. You know, that's another interesting way, though. It could be just something more simple. If I'm thinking of Call of Duty, like the voice for Call of Duty, it's like, join the fight, right? Yeah, I'm just looking at taglines like Dishonored has, take back what's yours. Um, Revenge solves everything. <laughs> uh, I think Battlefield was uh, go above and beyond. <laughs> I mean, the PlayStation tagline would almost be perfect for this right now. Play has no limits. We could play on the fact that this is a reality. Like this is in real life. Right. Because it, yeah, it isn't, it isn't a video game. It is real life. We could do like real winners don't lose or something like not like the real winner kind of thing plays on the fact that it's, you're really winning and not just in a video game. Yeah. Play real games kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Play real. (laughs) It's a little too meta that it doesn't work. I think though. I wonder if there's something in the realm of like, like bet on your reality or something like that. Actually, okay, I have a line that I want to pitch out. How does this feel? Let the play begin. Yeah, that kind of has like some gladiator tones to it. I like that. I do like it, actually. Maybe. I, I don't know if that's it, but I think that there's something to this idea in the same way that our sort of like rapper is positioning like, this hardcore thing that we are speaking to our audience with that's all characterized by this colorful kid-like familiar vibe. I think that there's something to this idea of taking something that infers a serious sort of competition and just putting in just a little teeny weeny bit of like fun to it. Yeah. I was thinking something like King of the Playground or something similar to that, like taking something that would normally be a fun line, but in context would be much darker. Actually, you know what? That's actually kind of fun. We could play with the kid games that we grew up playing and and that were in the show. (laughs) Uh, A line that just popped to my head is like um, dominating is child's play. (laughs) Yeah. What are the different kids games? It's like hopscotch. Red Rover is definitely one. Ooh, I wonder if there's 
something to the idea of like every playground has a like top dog not that line specifically but because it's like we're really selling like the battle royaleness of it right Mm -hmm. i wonder if positioning something with the word like playground could get that across yeah Ooh, what if it's every playground needs a victor it makes me think of victory is just a hopscotch away (laughs) i kind of like that i think that could actually potentially be a line of messaging that we use yeah i actually i like that yeah i'm trying to think of like jungle gym battles or something like that or it's time to go to the jungle gym the image you know like the domes the image could be like that person standing on top of that right oh my god i've got a i've got a real real thinker of a line tag you're it I think that's maybe more of a uh, of a messaging line than a tagline, but I I have this like vision in my head of all these people like on the floor, and you're the only one who's remaining. That makes me like another way of saying that is don't get tagged. Tag your it. No, yeah, tag your it is is. I think the line. Um, I think and to that point too. I think we are thinking of messaging lines right now. I don't think we have the uh, tagline. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think B Battle Royale Royalty would be a nice tag, but I don't know if it'll fit unless we have a little bit more focus on the winners and the lines. I don't know. From an art direction standpoint, how are you envisioning these like posters or billboards? I was thinking like it would be playgrounds or like gyms or whatever that are like really bright and colorful. But then you would have signs of like blood just to kind of give you that weird feeling when you look at it. It's actually we're going to get canceled because of it, because of all the school shootings. Maybe it can have blood in abstract. So I'm thinking it kind of like anonymous. It would, we just shoot them from behind or something. I'm also trying to think of uh, like, I don't want us to get too far away from the like video game angle of this either, because I do think that child's games are a big part of this, but I do think that making it familiar to people is going to result in some sort of like familiar gaming iconography and maybe like HUD elements that you would see on like a battle Royale game could be a part of the way that we visually express this. We have, I think we have two different directions that we're thinking because we, I don't know if the kids' games really. I think maybe kids' games should be a bit more of a secondary or like a visual thing that we invoke, at least in the voice. Is there something to like UV, like you know how there's like 1v1, 2v2, like 1v3? Is there something to like saying UV something else? Oh, like you versus the world or whatever? Mm-hmm. Maybe. But you saying that made me think of. No VR in this BR. <laughs> I like that. No VR, just BR. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess if we're positioning it against video games and it is more like a, uh, I think this, the selling point is that it's real. Yeah. Ooh. Could there be something about where competitive gaming gets real? Yeah, that's a good one. Let's see. I, I do. I think where competitive gaming gets real gets across that benefit but i'm wondering if we could beat it with something cooler a tagline option the real royale (laughs) i i think that's it yeah squid games the real royale how are you feeling about that one don for a tagline yeah yeah i think that's a good i think that's a good tag i like that a lot cool Alrighty, let's keep going where do we see this campaign existing where do we see it living hmm in Grand Theft Auto 3. 
<laughs> oh man i i love the idea of i mean i think that's pretty smart to advertise our game within video games to try and pull you out of the game in fact what if that was an execution that we tried to pursue something that tries to pull you out of the game in some way as you're experiencing it yeah that'd be fun the reason why i said grand theft auto 3 is because grand theft auto actually has billboards that change in game based on your preferences so I think it'd be funny to hijack that to like advertise a game that's going to literally kill you so that you never play that game again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, no, I, I love this idea. I hate to I hate to propose this, but I mean, we have to do some advertising in Fortnite and PUBG. Are there ads in Fortnite? <laughs> um, there are partnerships. Like I know that a lot of uh, fashion lines and labels have collaborated with Fortnite. Just about every movie on the planet is now releasing skins for players to play as in Fortnite. Like there's a Dune skin that recently came out. There's stuff from Marvel. There's stuff from DC. There's stuff from Star Wars. Uh, Almost everything that we know of in culture exists in Fortnite. The only way I could see it happening in Fortnite is you have a special skin that has like Squid Game's crown and cloak. And the only way to get it is to have won the Squid Games. <laughs> That's a great stunt, actually. <laughs> God, I can see the Kotaku article about that now. Uh, I love that. I think that is so smart. And honestly, I think it's something that Fortnite would agree to because the exclusivity of that skin would drive people mad. So many people would want to actually play the Squid Games, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it sounds like we've got some in-video game ideas doing like out of home in GTA, doing the Squid Game crown skin. Um, yeah, let's let's switch over to the adult gambling side of things. Like, let's get a couple executions for that, because I actually think the Real Royale works as a tagline because it's... Yeah, yeah, it does. Still lives there. So like, what would be... An execution for like the older, the boomers, as Gen Z would say. Could we create some sort of experiential within a casino that replicates that experience for people? (laughs) What if we created an experiential that was like an underground fight club where people tune in to witness two Gen Zers going through one of these games? But maybe it's something more in line with the gong you slap scene what what about this like what if we brought like some of the games that you play in the squid games to vegas Ooh, that's an interesting angle a line that comes to mind just for the sake of it is what's their life worth to you (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes sam that's awesome i actually think that would go really well with the experiential fight club idea i don't know i just don't know if it if I want to do an experiential thing, I think that'd be hard to show. Let's try to figure out what the idea is before we limit ourselves. Um, because it could honestly just be something as simple as like you walk into like a Vegas casino and you see like two people playing hopscotch in the corner and the line above them just says, what's their life worth to you or a branding. So they're gambling on people that are playing like hopscotch or tic-tac-toe. Yeah, like imagine like walking through a casino and you know how they have like the red velvet posts that cordon off like an area. 
I'm imagining just seeing that in a casino and inside is just like two people playing hopscotch or like two people just sitting on the floor of a Vegas casino playing marbles. Yeah. And then I think we would need to have a line that's like, what if you could gamble on their life would make more sense because you're you're gambling on the game that they're playing right now in the velveted off area or whatever. But then you have like taking it a step up. What would be what if you could bet on their life? So I think we need different lines for this to kind of portray it differently. I mean, I think those two lines are working pretty well. Um, another line could potentially be... <laughs> this is a terrible line. Go all in on someone's final chance. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think that's a good line. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh, what about their risk is your gain? That could That could work. High risk, deadly reward. I mean, that's kind of why they're watching. They like to see these people get killed. Where would this line be? Is it going to be like on a banner, like above the people playing hopscotch? It could be one of those, you know how when you go up to a restaurant and there's that sign that says like, please wait to be seated. It could be something along those lines and it just looks fancy next to the roped off area. (laughs) It's kind of funny. Would you still bet if the loser would die at the end? (laughs) They give it all for you to win it all. (laughs) Sam. That might be a fun one. Uh, Sweet. I feel like we have a lot of good strong lines for that one. And we have a couple different visual ways to portray it. Yeah, I think we got some like some good executions that kind of spans the whole target. Uh, Sweet. Okay, so our campaign tagline is the real Royale. When we've got two executions to reach out to our two different audiences. In-game placements like Billboards and GTA, an exclusive winner skin in Fortnite that only the top Squid Game contestant can receive will be paired with copy like Kill the Competition and Flawless or Fail to help us reach out to contestants. And on the other side of the spectrum, we have an experiential in a Vegas casino where betting takes place on real people playing real Squid Games in roped off areas. Games like Hopscotch, Marbles, and Tag with messaging to reach out to wealthy benefactors like what's their life worth to you and they give it all for you to win it all. And that's our dastardly campaign to get people to play our squid game. Sweet. Nice job, guys. Good job, guys. Let's go fight to win. (laughs) Let's go kill each other over a game of marbles. Thank you so much for listening to Ad Tempted. If you liked what you heard, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see the final form of our campaign, it'll be on our website and on our Instagram at at Ad Tempted. That's A-D-T-E-M-P-T-E-D. Uh, oh, yeah. What about next time? Our next product is going to be pulling some inspiration from the theme of my third grade birthday party. Bow, bow, bow.